All right, the Buffalo sports landscape belongs to the Sabres for the next three months. Big road trip coming up. Previewing it here on Lockdown Sabres. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thank you, Joe DiBiase. Thanks for tuning in to today's show at Sticky Joe Sports. Follow me on Twitter and at Locked On Sabres to follow the podcast account. Also, check out our YouTube channel. Type in Locked On Sabres on YouTube and you can find us there. We've got a game to preview against the Dallas Stars today. More so a road trip to preview that involves seven of the next nine on the road for the Sabres as they try to stay in this playoff race. And first up, it is the Dallas Stars. We have a rumor about the Sabres in terms of the trade market, and we have a betting preview of uh, Sabres and Stars. That is all ahead here on the show. Uh, I do want to start, though. I'm wearing my Bills hoodie here. And, you know, I I feel like I want to just open with the Bills season ending and now the Buffalo sports landscape belonging to the Sabres for the next three months, maybe a week or two earlier than some fans would have hoped for or expected. But I, I'm reminded of this Bills team, if you're a Bills fan and a Sabres fan like many of you are. This Bills season was not that fun. At least it wasn't for me. Maybe you're different. I, I take these teams and I analyze these teams at a very cold place when I am either on the air on WGR talking about them or I'm on this podcast. I try to be as unbiased as possible. I try to look at it cold and calculated as much as I can. And when you do that with a team that's that good, the Bills are number one in the league all year. They are the number, the Super Bowl favorite. When you have that, it's a lot of nitpicking. It's a lot of, a lot of hyper analysis of little things along the way. And when you do that and the expectations are what they are, that nothing matters until you get to the playoffs. Nothing matters until you play the Bengals or the Chiefs. Everything else suddenly is less fun when they beat, you know, when they beat the Packers on Sunday night football, but they don't look perfect. It's not as fun when they beat the, the Dolphins game was pretty sweet uh, in the second half of the year. But uh, when they beat the Dolphins in a wild card game, but it's close, like it's not that fun. I'm reminded of a Sabres team from back when that was very similar in that way. This Bill season was the 0607 Sabres. The 0607 Sabres, it, I'm a kid, so it was a little bit different for me, but listening to Bulldog and WGR talk about this and just remembering what the, the atmosphere was like, that 0607 season was not even close to as fun as the 0506 Sabres. And it's pretty obvious why. The 0506 Sabres were a dream. Because they started the year projected. There's a famous Sports Illustrated clip uh, or screenshot from 2005, October of 2005, that projected the Sabres to finish 14th in the Eastern Conference. And they ended up finishing fourth and then going on a playoff run and probably should have won the Stanley Cup that season. I believe they were the best team in hockey. Most of you believe they were the best team in hockey that year. Then they come back for 06 07. Slug jerseys, new uniforms, minor changes, right? Dumont out, spot check in. There was, it was mostly the same team. And it was just, okay, we're waiting for Ottawa. We're waiting for Anaheim. We're waiting for those two teams. And 
They beat the Islanders in five games in the first round, but it wasn't as fun because they were all close games. And then they got down to the Rangers in a series, and it was, oh, what's going on? Something's wrong here. And I think this Bill season was the exact same as that 06-07 team in that it's just the, the nature of expectations. When you have expectations that are that sky high, it's so hard to meet them. And you can be mad when they don't meet those expectations, even when a great season still happens. The Sabres that year won the President's Trophy. They were the best team in the regular season, and they won two playoff series. They've won zero playoff series since that season. The Bills this year lost four games. Four games. It's very similar to me. I really think the 2022 Bills are the exact same as the 0607 Sabres, but the difference might be that the 0607 Sabres got blown up after that year because Doreen Breer left, and that Bills team should not be getting blown up. There's a rumor about the Sabres that I want to get to, a trade rumor that involves them from Dave Pagnota of the fourth period. And Dave Pagnota talks about Timo Meyer as a uh, as a trade candidate in his piece. And Meyer, by the way, is of the San Jose Sharks. He is having a fantastic season. He has 27 goals and 47 points in just over half of a year. And that's coming off of a year we had 36 goals and 76 points. We were talking about a proven goal scorer in the NHL. He has scored 20 goals multiple times, 30 goals multiple times, and still only 26 years old. But he is in the final year of his contract, making $6 million per year, where he will, where he will then be a restricted free agent. And Meyer. The qualifying offer on Meyer is $10 million. $10 million for the qualifying offer on Timo Meyer. And Pagnota says the Sabres are linked to Meyer among several other teams. They are one of the teams that is linked to Timo Meyer. And that could just mean Kevin Adams made a call. This one is an interesting idea. I saw Lance Lysowski of the Buffalo News and a couple of other guys from Sabres Twitter kind of going back and forth on this and whether or not it's a good idea. I don't want to say I'm totally against it. I'm very rarely going to be right down the middle on on an issue. I always want to be on one side or the other. This one is going to be tough for me, though, because I see the merit to both arguments. The merit to to doing it, trading for Timo Meyer, is this guy who is a right winger will just add and add and add to my offensive firepower. And for this year, if I want to chase a playoff spot – You know, Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterka are being asked to be on a second line right now, maybe just a tad before they're ready. You know, next year, they're really going to be more for the top six. This year, second, third, like middle six. Meyer is a first-line player that you would be putting on your second line. And Dylan Cousins, you know, you could say he deserves a a player that is that established at this point in his line for how he's playing this year. Or you could just dream about what Meyer and Cousins might be together and think, oh, man, I'm I'm already the top scoring. No one's going to be able to outscore me uh, if I add this guy. And I get it's not a huge need, but it's a great player, and he's still young. I think the contract makes it a a very hairy situation. If the Sharks are going to move him on the cheap, which I don't bet on happening, then I think the Sabres should be in, whether that's trading a second-tier prospect uh, one of those Russian prospects Sabres have drafted over the past couple of years, and you add in, on, oh man, a second round pick that just even that does not seem like it would be even close to enough. This is why I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't really love the ideas because what it would actually cost for Timo Meyer, I'm not in. I don't think the Sabres should be in on it. You're talking about a first round pick and one of your first round prospects like Noah Oslund or Yuri Kulik or Matthew Savoy. 
uh, or Isaac Rosine. I'm just, I'm not in on that. I, I don't think that's a good idea. When, if, if you were told me, if you told me he was going to be under contract for eight years, okay, I'll, I think it's a good idea. But this guy doesn't have a contract and he can walk in one year. And this is something that the Sabres have ran from in the past couple of years. Sam Reinhart going into the final year of his contract as an RFA uh, or as a restricted free agent, knowing he could tell you, I'm only going to sign a one-year deal and then walk. And the Sabres traded him. And that's happened, you know, around the league a couple of times. Matthew Kachuk, that just happened with the Calgary Flames. Um, Meyer is maybe just another, another the next example of that. He's maybe telling the Sharks that right now, that, hey, you can sign, I'll sign here and play that final year. I know I'm restricted free agent, but I'm only signing a one-year deal, and then I'm walking for free at UFA status. So the $10 million, I'm not worried about the $10 million. Sabres are $40 million or whatever the hell below the cap. Um, but it's that certainty going forward that would have me very hesitant to give up premium assets for a great player that you don't know is going to be here past next season. So I am out on the Timo Meyer idea unless some miracle that the Sabres can get him for for a you know a nickels a pennies on the dollar I should say. When we come back, huge road trip for the Sabres. We'll look ahead to the entirety of the road trip, including their matchup with the Dallas Stars. That is ahead here on the Locked On Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. We are brought to you by Athletic. Greens, AG1, the best shakes out there for vitamin and mineral supplementation. It is the one thing that I start my day with every morning. I do the drops, though. I put the little drops in my water. You never notice that they're going to be there. They contain less than one gram of sugar. There's no GMOs. There's no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit, less than $3 per day. It's backed by by tons of leading professional athletes and health experts. Um, 7,000 five-star reviews. Uh, Athletic Greens is perfect if you are looking for the right vitamin and mineral supplement to start your day right. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. Okay, so we have got a big road trip coming up for the Buffalo Sabres. They are on the road in seven of their next nine games. Seven of their next nine games. And I, for one, am a believer that this is going to be a season-defining road trip for the Buffalo Sabres. The Sabres as it stands today, are five points out of a playoff spot, but they do have one game in hand on the Pittsburgh Penguins who are in the spot. They are two points behind the Islanders. The Sabres have three games in hand, and they are two points behind the Panthers, who they also have three games in hand. So Pittsburgh lost, by the way, on uh, Sunday night to the New Jersey Devils. Lindy Ruff, by the way, great comment. Hurry up with the press conference. I got to go watch the Bills. Um, Too bad for Lindy. It didn't go so well. But... The Penguins lost in overtime, which means the Sabres have an opportunity to gain one point on Pittsburgh against the Dallas Stars. This road trip, I mean, I was talking with some guys in the in the Bills press box, in the Bills, uh, yeah, the Bills press box on Sunday, some guys that also cover the Sabres, and there was a common theme of about this road trip that, man, they better not collapse here. 
You know, they've had some losing stretches throughout this season. An eight-game losing streak um, earlier in the year when Matias Samuelson was out. They lost five of six just a couple of weeks in the last couple of weeks here before uh, getting a couple of wins back-to-back. Um, this is huge. It is huge because not only are they on the road in seven of their next nine, but they play a lot of teams that are in playoff positions like Dallas, who's number one in the Western Conference, the Winnipeg Jets, who I believe are number two in the Western Conference. In fact, yes, they are. In fact, they're tied in points with Dallas. You got the top two teams in the West and your two of your next three. You have got uh, Minnesota, who is in a playoff spot. You have got uh, who else? You've got the Kings, who are in a playoff spot. So you've got the top three teams in the Central, and you've got a playoff team out of the Pacific within this next seven games of these seven road trips. And you've got matchups with the hurricanes and the flames sandwiched in the middle there. It's big of these next nine games, you know, of the set. How about, let me take out the two home games, the seven road games here. I feel like the Sabres got to get 12 points. Uh, th- no, no, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Hold on. The 12 points is way too much. I feel like they got to get nine or 10, nine or 10 points. And that's a lot, right? That is, that's going five and two, or that's going four, two, and one. Um, but four, two, and one, I think, if you want to really make up this ground on Pittsburgh, uh, that is that is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to have a stretch like that in a tough stretch of games. So four, two, and one is what I would be aiming for if I'm the Sabres. Um, and Dallas is going to be first up here. But, again, the standings are looking okay. They are at 30% to make the playoffs at moneypuck.com. They, their odds continue to rise and rise and rise when it comes to making the postseason to make the playoffs. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. The fact that they're five points out, but they have the game in hand and they're two points back of the two teams ahead of them. And they are above those two teams in terms of point percentage by points percentage right now, the Sabres are the first team out. Would would we not have taken that at the beginning of the year? Like, I know it's not, it's not what you're striving for. But if you told fans at the beginning of the year, hey, you're going to miss the playoffs, but you're going to be the the best, the number one team that misses the playoffs. I think fans would think, oh, we were in it and we'll take that. Now that you're in it, it feels like, okay, I can actually make it. Like, come on, let me, let, let's get there. Um, but this is good. This is good progress. Just a reminder, this is good progress being made by the Sabres um, as they go about the season. And despite the fact they're not in a spot, the fact that they are still alive here at the end of January, that's already a step in the right direction. Get to meaningful games in March, then get to meaningful games in April and see if you can luck your way into a spot. Uh, so Pittsburgh, that's the team to track down. Other teams in action on Monday night. The Panthers are at the New York Rangers. Again, they are two points out of the Sabres. The Islanders are also in action at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Both of those teams are underdogs. Um, the Rangers are minus 135 to beat the Panthers, and the Leafs are minus 235 to beat the Islanders. Now, I'll tell you what the Sabres are in a moment here as we go through our betting preview, and we'll tell you what's going on with the Dallas Stars, the number one team in the Western Conference, a huge challenge for the Sabres on Monday night. That is ahead here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. And we are proud to tell you that here on the Locked On Sabres podcast, we are now brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The NFL playoffs are here. Hockey is here. We're really excited about 
our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you are new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on again that is fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay all on the app that is safe secure and super easy to use so football fans and hockey fans don't miss out just place your five dollar bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Jody Biasi back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. The Sabres in action against the Dallas Stars. We'll go to FanDuel, by the way, in a moment to do our betting preview and my bet of the night. Uh, this, the Stars are in first place. In the Western Conference, they have a record, an incredible record of 28, 13, and 7. That is 63 points. They have a plus 43 goal differential. That is number two in the league to the Boston Bruins. It is amazing, by the way, the Boston Bruins' dominance. So Dallas is second in the NHL with a plus 43 goal differential. Boston's plus 81. They are almost double second. Not double like the Sabres. They're almost double second. But Dallas is great. They're the best team in the West right now. Uh, in fact, you know, I often mention how high the Sabres are in goal scoring. The Sabres are right now third in the league. They've dropped a third in the league in goal scoring, but they have played fewer games than these other teams. Uh, so it goes Boston one, Edmonton two, Buffalo three, and then Dallas four. So these are the two of the top four scoring teams in hockey. And a big reason for Dallas's success is a player that we talked about before the season. Before the season, I did a show on whether or not the Sabres should trade for Jason Robertson. There was a rumor before the year about Jason Robertson potentially wanting a a new contract and maybe him not being happy in Dallas. And I believe it was one of the guys from around the whistle, Andrew Peters, Craig Revey, that mentioned the Sabres as a possibility. And I did a show on whether or not the Sabres should trade for him. And I said in that show, this is the superstar that you've never seen. And because he plays in Dallas, if you're a casual hockey fan, you might not watch the Stars all that often. And he didn't have McDavid-level hype uh, or expectations coming in the Kinnon-level expectations or hype coming into his NHL career. In fact, he was a second-round pick, 39th overall in the 2017 NHL draft. American winger, 23 years old, and he's got 64 points in 48 games played this year. He has 31 goals. Um, Both of those are far and away the best of the Dallas Stars. By 12 goals, he is their leading goal scorer. And by 19 points, he is their leading point getter. He is their superstar. He has taken their Tage Thompson level jump. He is the guy to watch for the Dallas Stars. Now, past him, a lot of veterans that are still contributing and asked to be big contributors. Joe Pavelski at 38 years old is having an incredible year, 45 points in 48 games. Jamie Benn at 33 has 42 points in 48 games. Tyler Sagan, now 31 years old, has 34 points in 48 games. So there is still a lot of veteran talent. But 
They are starting the process of supplementing those veterans with young pieces. Robertson headlines that list. Miro Heiskanen, uh, star defenseman for them, headlines that list as well. Uh, Rupe Hintz is a is still you know fairly young at 26 years old. Their goaltender though, he is the true foundational young piece outside of Robertson and Heiskanen. They have cornerstone young players at each position. Robertson up front, Heiskanen on the blue line, and Jake Ottinger in net. One of the best goaltenders in hockey, a top five goaltender so far this year at 24 years old. He has a 926 save percentage, a 21-7-4 record. He will be threatening for a Vesna nomination right up there with uh, Ilya Sorokin, Connor Hellebuck, and Linus Allmark, one of the best goaltenders in hockey. And he will be starting against the Buffalo Sabres on Monday night. The Sabres will be going with Craig Anderson. So the Sabres going with their current number two against the Stars number one. But this is the biggest challenge, I think, of this entire road trip and then the second road trip as well of this nine-game stretch. This is it. Now, interestingly, Sabres are not as big of an underdog as I would have thought. At FanDuel Sportsbook, the Sabres are plus 158, plus 158 to win this game. They are minus 192 uh, to win this game as well. Um, The over-under is set at uh, six and a half. And again, these are two very high scoring teams. You might be inclined to think go for the over. I might actually go for the under in this game just because you get a little juice on the under plus 104. It's a big total. I'm going to go with the under six and a half in this game, but that is not my bet of the night. By the way, if I didn't mention the puck line, Sabres at plus a goal and a half are minus 150. I do like that bet. Uh, The Stars at minus a goal and a half are plus 122. My favorite bet of the night. I am going right back to the well of the saves prop bet against the Buffalo Sabres. Jake Ottinger, goaltender of the Dallas Stars, who is starting in this game. I am going with 30-plus saves at plus 114. That is my bet of the night. I've been crushing it lately with the goalie that plays Sabres because uh, getting a certain amount of saves because the Sabres get a lot of shots and they've played a lot of good goaltenders lately. Ottinger is added to that list. 30 plus shots for Jake Ottinger at plus 114 is my bet of the night for an 830 puck drop between the Buffalo Sabres and the Dallas Stars. Try not to look up at the banner if if they're in the arena at the game or if you are uh, watching at home on TV. So Saber, we got Sabres and Stars on Monday night, and then we have Sabres and Blues on Tuesday night. So we'll talk more about Sabres and Stars tomorrow and Sabres and Blues as well. So enjoy the game. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, if you're a Bills fan, damn, sucks, but uh, at least you got the Sabres going forward. Thanks for listening here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. This episode was brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started.